This episode of Off My Shelf contains coarse language and adult conversation. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, my name is Trace James and welcome to Off My Shelf, a podcast about movies that are well off my shelf, where we go through my DVDs and talk about the movies in my collection. This week, we are back to my regularly scheduled programming with Shayna Fine as we talk about Chronicles of Riddick and Cinderella. Welcome! Hello, thank you. Thank you for coming here on a nice Saturday afternoon in the city. My pleasure. Yeah, at least it's not um, freezing cold, which is pretty great. cold, but it's, it's all right. It's all right? <laughs> Wait, so Cinderella you... will warm us up. <laughs> <laughs> what, you don't want to go to, um, what is it, crematoria? Uh, to the all of the heat and the fire yeah, on, on they, the surface? they really dug deep into the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they had Helios, which was the planet that went around the sun. Mm-hmm. Then they had Crematoria, the planet that was really cold. Helium and Prime. Helium Prime, which was... Which the... I just thought was Optimus Prime, and I was so confused. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> uh, there's Autobots in this? What's yeah, going on? that's what I was expecting. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Chronicles of Riddick is a classic sci-fi Okay, so here's my fact. question about Chronicles of Riddick. Mm-hmm. Did you buy it for yourself or did someone get you this DVD? Oh no, I bought this for myself. Because you went to the theaters and you loved it? Yes. Because Vin Diesel's <laughs> really cute or because you enjoyed the actual? Um, I, I don't know which answer is the appropriate answer based on the way you're looking at me right now. <laughs> no, I thoroughly enjoyed this as like a I am not saying it is a quote unquote good movie. Yeah. But it's one of those it's so bad it's good. Right. I like the cheesy action and the lines and the over theatrical nature of it in general. Fair. <laughs> it's not my favorite movie. <laughs> okay, well, okay. What did you like about it? Is there anything in there? I thought some of the lines were really funny. Mm-hmm. Like. Um, I wrote down some favorite lines so I would remember. <laughs> I have a feeling of exactly what line you're going to say. I don't know. They're pretty random. I mean, there were a lot of good lines. (laughs) Yeah. So, it's been a long time since I've smelt beautiful. (laughs) Gross. Okay, that line is gross. I also have that written down. (laughs) The whole every girl in that movie is a little bit gross. Mm -hmm. If I owned this place in hell, I'd rent it out and move to hell. What? (laughs) (laughs) Where do you live? I don't know. Gotcha. And then at the end, when she says, shit, I hate not being the bad guy, I thought it was a funny line. I actually liked that one. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you for admitting what movie you're in. Well, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what did you like about it? Um, What I liked about it is the excessively theatrical nature of the bad guys. Mm-hmm. You know, like even like... Um, in the ship with all of the depressed statues holding it like it's like they're all atlas you know yeah. like holding up the world and you have yeah, the, I didn't get that i don't i don't know like is are they supposed to be representations of like is the it, underworld the death like what year know. are we in in that movie i mean i assume I'm, it's like post-apocalyptic i'm assuming somewhere. it's the future somewhere sometime yeah so you've never watched any of the riddick movies no. right okay so technically there's four riddick movies maybe that would have helped okay so the first one was is <laughs> Helped is a strong word. Okay. I don't think it would have helped, quote unquote. Uh, (laughs) uh, But I think it would have given you a better perspective on the Riddick character himself. Right. Um, Because the first movie, like it's clear that this movie is sometime in the future. Yeah. We've populated other planets and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, so the first movie is Pitch Black. 
Okay. Where he's he's arrested by mercenaries or something and he's on a ship with other people and they crash somewhere okay. and they're attacked by these creatures at night and they have to escape it. Okay. And the whole thing is that the place is dark and people and the creatures come out in the dark and like a nighttime lasts like three weeks or something. How long is the movie? <laughs> the movie was sounds three like, weeks long. It sounds like. <laughs> like I think the movie was about like an hour and 45 minutes okay. or something. Yeah. Um, and then Fighting. this is the second movie in that series. Oh, okay. Right? So the girl Kira was a character yeah. in Pitch Black. Right. Who played Jack. Right. Unquote. And uh, so she shows back up in this. But like the whole structure of the whole thing is complete, except for the Jack thing. It's totally different. It's com- completely different. Like right. it's totally, right. totally different. And then there's Riddick that came out last year or the year before. Um, and that one takes place, like, he's, at the end of this movie, you know, how he becomes king. Yeah. Like, keep what you kill, I think is, is what the line is. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, but really some deep. stuff happens and he ends up on a planet and he gets, like, a alien dog thing that's adorable. I don't know what it is. Oh. Whatever. It's um, like Lassie. But darker. But darker. Darker. <laughs> I can just see the lines in that movie. <laughs> There's, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. If, only if, you, dog. if you think this one's bad, <laughs> you should watch Riddick. Well, no. Don't watch Riddick, I should say. My favorite was the grand Shakespearean speech, and then he goes, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's why Tracy liked this movie. <laughs> yes! It's the juxtaposition! Yeah, it killed me. <laughs> you're, you're just like, no, what are you even doing? Poor Tandy Newton had to do all the fancy lines, but everyone else was just like, hey! I actually thought Tandy Newton was the worst part of the movie. I can't stand her. She she was holding up the Shakespeare side of the movie. She was. Well, no, her and and whatever his they... name was was his name Tad Todd Val. Her who was her guy? Um, Carl Urban. What's his character's his name? His name is Lord. Lord. No, he has um, like a one syllable. It's not Todd. I'm sure it's not it's Todd. It's not Todd. <laughs> I have it written somewhere. Hold on. It's like it's like VAD or something. I'll find it. I'll find this out. <laughs> I was gonna write it down. I thought who's this guy? I hate this couple. Yeah, they're horrible. <laughs> but I don't think they're meant to not be horrible, if you know what I mean. Vaco. Vaco yes. two syllables, but yes. he's yeah. Lord Vaco and she's Dane Vaco. I don't Yeah. Yeah. No. She needed to not be in the movie. No. Because like, no. she knew she was in a bad movie. That's what it felt like. Um, I don't know if Tandy didn't ever know she's in a bad movie, because all of her movies kind of suck. Yeah. I thought Westworld was good, though. No. No? I, I'm not a fan of Westworld. Oh, interesting. No. The first season of Westworld. I don't. I've tr- I tried. I tried I liked the first times. season of Westworld, and then once the once everybody was aware of what was happening, then it was done. Oh, just it then it just fell apart for you? Yeah. Yeah. So you're not looking forward to the third season, then? No, because okay. I don't know where they're gonna go with it. Apparently, they're gonna be like hanging out in park? Chicago. Like I don't know what the story <laughs> is at that point. Don't either, right? I don't know. My my biggest problem with Westworld, the first season, like I watched about four episodes, and um, including half of the last episode, mm-hmm. um, because my friend was like, "Oh, you have to look at it. You have to look at it. You have to look at it." And I'm like, fine, fine, whatever. And I watched half the last episode. Anyways, and I just couldn't get into the show. And right. then in the fourth episode that I watched, they, they were having some meeting about um, the storylines in the park, like what mm-hmm. they were going to do. And literally one of the the writers, yeah. um, 
So what is it? It's Anthony Hopkins is the, yeah, the old guy, the right? Old guy. He says to him, like, why don't you do what you do? Show, don't tell. Right. right? And then I realized this, the, like, all of Westward, <laughs> the whole program, they tell. tell everything and they don't show it. Right. And you're just like, what is, Fair. what are you, this is, this is why I wasn't connecting with anything. I'm like. Right. You know, but like. The first couple episodes I liked because they sort of set up like you didn't. You were there as the visitor to Westworld. Like, mm-hmm. you kind of went along for the ride until you realized what was happening. Yeah. Right? I thought that was kind of a cool take on it. Mm-hmm. And then and then the second season just died for me. Because... They started going into the maze, and I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I don't care. I don't believe there was this big mapping system planned. They were yeah. just there to make money. It was I, like I an evil so. Disney World, right? That's all I wanted to see. Well, it wasn't supposed to be a... It was supposed to be more like um, Fantasy Island, right? Yeah, but so. kind of turned evil. Evil, yeah. Because it was like people could kill each other without consequence, right? That was the whole thing. That was the whole thing, yeah. Sleep with whoever, right? It was, yeah. So it was like, yeah. Well, but the thing is, is you're not supposed to have... Um, it's whoever you want because they're not real. They're robots. The problem is, is they made them too smart and they... Gave them AI, so they evolved and learned things. And um, the thing about Tandy Newton's character at the end, she, like, her whole um, thing was, I don't know if this is part of my programming or if this is part of, like, me learning and changing and right. doing something else. Yeah. So that's that's where they're like, where's the line? Yeah, I thought that was kind of neat. Sort of a nature-nurture. Kind of thing, yes. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then don't watch season two then. You okay. really won't. <laughs> I or maybe you will if you like Chronicles of Riddick. Maybe you like it because I like Chronicles of Riddick because of all of the worst parts of the movie, not because of all of the quote unquote the first like forty good minutes. So I was movie. like, "What is happening here?" <laughs> well, you didn't like the bounty hunters hunting him down, it was just and hunting then... for forty minutes. Yeah, felt like it was like a page in the script, and they just went nuts with it. I feel like the whole script was ten pages long. <laughs> it may have been because a lot of it is just a, lot a of bunch s- of one liners and like smarmy looks yeah. at each other. You yeah. Know? Look at how shiny yeah. my eyes are. Way to kill him with a teacup. What? <laughs> you don't want to kill people with a teacup? I want to know what kind of tea he was drinking. Oh, it's probably it's probably like a chai tea. I felt like that would have been useful yeah. information. Then I could have figured out where they were, what time it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the origin of the food. It's the only thing they ate in the whole movie was tea. So it was tea? Wait, that's oh, why they no, were so angry. True. Maybe that's why they were all so angry. They're They're just, they were so angry. Yeah. Yeah. There's three more movies. Imagine how angry they'll be by the fifth one. <laughs> you actually get to see him. You see him eat in the third one. Oh, we'll see. Maybe somebody. Oh, else and I didn't noticed. mention the fourth movie. It's like an animated movie that I've never seen. Oh, though. weird. Yeah. So is Riddick based on something else, or is just out of the mind of the creator? I think it's out of the mind of the creator. Yeah, it's of, not like yeah, and they just kind of. Because at first going. I thought, oh, maybe it's like from a book or. No. No, I don't think so. Like a Tolkien short that they expanded. Definitely didn't feel like that, but like I know they've done comic books after, but no, they've given me the the history of the actual fictional character. Was it always Vin Diesel? Yes. Is that his first like a big feature? (laughs) Movie? Uh no, he did Triple X before this. Okay. He did do Triple X before this. I felt like he was trying. And he did, there's three video games. Yeah, no, I don't think it is based on a book. That's the problem. <laughs> Where's the source material? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was born on Furia. Right. Um. Yes. Was that supposed to be Earth? 
I don't. I was trying to analyze the movie, and it's not the kind of movie. I think it's the kind of movie you have to just go with it. I'm assuming you watched the <laughs> theatrical version and not the not the director's cut. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Did was there like some weird woman who'd show up and be like? Yes. With the hand? With the hand. That's a director's cut. Oh, okay. That Maybe it was the director's cut. cut. What was did, that? That, well, did, is that his mother? I, I think it was his a, mother. I think it's supposed to be his mother. It's never clarified. She was kind of a mean mom. Right? To just be like, hey, what's up? That was the tie into Cinderella. I was like, this is evil woman. <laughs> These movies do go together. I get it. I don't know. It's just an excuse to touch his chest. I know. Right? I'd be like... <laughs> So in this scene, I get to touch him, right? Can we touch him? There was a lot of random touching sexuality to break up the violence, (laughs) I thought. Well, I think think the whole thing is that Riddick is supposed to be like animalistic or whatever. Right. This animalistic vibe. Right. So the women are just so attracted to him. They're drawn to him. His his musk. Right. You know, a guy who's obviously hasn't showered in like six years. I know. Yeah. Yeah, weird. Especially the weird I mean, he's cute, scene. but weird. Yeah, like, like if he The was... scene where he was sleeping and she, like, sort of tried to seduce him, but then he woke up. What was that? Yeah, and then he, like, held I her leg. I want to see what's under the goggles. Yeah. That's a good line. <laughs> Use that on Tinder, people. <laughs> what? <laughs> Seriously, it's eyes, lady. It's eyes. It's fine. Yeah, the goggles were not necessary. I don't know. My, one of my favorite lines from this movie, Carl Urban says it, when, mm-hmm. um... You know the the scene where they're on Helios, whatever, uh-huh. um, and like all the people are there and like, oh, we're not gonna bow to you, whatever. Yeah. And like Vin Diesel's like, I bow to no man, blah blah. blah. And Carl Urban is around. He's like, he is no man. He is the holy half dead that has seen the underverse. And he says it in the straightest. Yeah. It's oh, it makes me laugh every time. I'm like, I love this movie because it's so bad. Who's the guy in that scene in a random business suit? That's what I want to know. <laughs> He's the guy who was going to a meeting and it got pulled into this. He's like, what's like, going on? Where did he on? come from? He was in the wrong movie. He yeah. just showed up on set one day. They were like, ah, go. Well, because they're all like, if you notice, all of the people on the planet looked, quote unquote, normal. Like they wore yeah. their dresses. Well, they... they said they're all supposed to be from different religions. And mm-hmm. that's why they, it was sort of supposed to be Earth, maybe, or the remnants maybe. of or something. But... Some sort of colony. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There was only one suit, though. And he was yeah. gone. But like he was the rich guy. Maybe. Know. Maybe he was the president and he was just amongst the crowd. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> no that must idea. be it. <laughs> There's so many found it very distracting. <laughs> the rest of the movie, you're just like, what? He what? was the only guy not in black in the whole movie. <laughs> he was up in this tan suit. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's Miami Vice in the middle of the movie. <laughs> oh, come on. Miami Vice had those. Like, this is what happens the when there's no storyline. You just yeah. start focusing on the clothes. And you're just like, what? I must admit, though, despite my dislike of Tandy Newton, her outfits were killer. Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah. You've got to admit she's beautiful, but yeah. no. Yeah. Just, yeah. We're not that was her, her whole part was just to be pretty and yeah. conniving. To walk around and be like, look at me. I'm yeah. Nice. Yeah. And she's like, what? Oh. I don't. Like, I have nothing. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I can't. Like, it's not. I enjoy Obviously, this movie. a lot of other people like the movie. Oh, yeah. It's very it popular. Made tons of money. People know about it. People have watched mm-hmm. it. You know, it's all about the jumping around and the punching in the face. But do you feel like it's out. probably more fun in theaters, like with a big crowd of people reacting to the funny lines? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Than but, sitting at home being like, oh. <laughs> 
But especially when you're coming to do something like this and you have to like actually pay attention and analyze it, you're just like, I, I've seen too much. I, I yeah, can't do this maybe anymore. that's the problem. Yeah. You need more like popcorn bathroom breaks. Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing, you know. Uh, my thing too is that I found the, what, what were they called? Necromonger? Uh-huh. Technology was just very weird to me. And I know, I know it's. I- I couldn't figure out who they were. First of all, was it Necromonger or Necromancer? Because those are Necromonger. Two right? Yeah, Necromancer is a wizard that uh, brings things back from, from the, the dead. From the dead, yes. A Necromonger are these people? Okay. I think I was in Harry Potter brain. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought that I was confused about who they were and what yeah. their purpose was. Now I were, understand. Were you reading Harry Potter? No. Oh. Just, it just triggered? It's just in there. Yeah. In there yeah. for life. <laughs> <laughs> like until the end of time, I will look at you all and call you Muggle. I will every time I see a mug. Now it's just what happens. <laughs> oh, oh the worst! Works. The worst thing in Harry Potter was when I saw um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Because I've never read the books or anything. Yeah. And they called people no match, and I was like, "What the fuck is yeah. no no magic?" And yeah. I was like, "Come on, guys." You need to be a little more creative. At least well, Muggle, I was like, oh, that's That one wasn't officially part of the Harry Potter series. Oh, really? It was just fairness. for that movie? No, she wrote it just for that movie. So I feel like it was a bit of an afterthought, oh. the Nomadge thing. Because the rest of the Harry Potter movies she had plotted out ahead of time mm-hmm. all the way through. And this, this one was like, oh, we want to make more side. money. So they tagged it on to the end. Yeah, because isn't that just, isn't that movie based on like a textbook? the kids used in the Harry Potter yes, series? Yes, which is like two lines in the book. And they made a whole movie. And they made a whole movie Sorry, out of it. Sorry, two whole movies now out yeah. of that. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That explains yeah. a lot, actually. Yeah. Because I saw it like, felt different. I saw that movie, first of all, I've seen three Harry Potter movies. I've tried to watch the rest of them. I can't do it. I hate them. They suck. <laughs> I'm going to get hate mail now. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I've never I'm still not over the fact that she's Hermione and not Hermione. Like I read it in my head when I read the books. But I hate when that happens. Yeah, you it was so but then bad. you hear it out loud and you're just like, who? The first like tw- a good twenty minutes of the first movie, I was like, who's this Hermione? <laughs> oh, what? Crap. Um, and then so when I saw ads for Fantastic Beasts, it was the first time I was like, oh, I actually kind of want to watch this oh. movie. It looks great. Then I watched the movie and I was like. No. Again, not great. Yeah. It was. I was very disappointed. Yeah. Very disappointed. There were some cute moments, but it was not at the level of the other Harry Potter movies. But the level of the Harry Potter movies for me, are, it's very low. You have to... Uh, did you read all the books? No. Well, that's the problem. Well, but that also is what I would make... Like, I call it a bad movie if that's the case. If you have to have mm-hmm. other source material to understand the films, then No. It's not, it's not well done. I don't know. I feel like you have to read the books. That's, to me, that's unacceptable. Because <laughs> it's, because the books were so popular that they assume that everybody read the books before and they that, go to the movie. But that's the thing. That's what makes it a bad movie. Well, just read the books. <laughs> they are not getting any more of my money. Okay. Audiobooks. You don't even have to read them. Just listen. I gotta love like, a good join, join something and pay for this. Yeah. No, they're not getting any more of my money. I have physically paid... To what watch if it's like a British person reading to you, wouldn't that be lovely? Can we just get a British person to come here to, to read me? Yes, that? it could be a live audiobook. <laughs> <laughs> a British person of your choosing can come and read Harry Potter to you. I like Who would this you idea. choose? Ooh, that's a good question. Who's got a good um, 
Benedict Cumberbatch has a really good yeah he'd be good at reading Harry Potter like a solid and I bet you he's one of those people too who try to do a lot of the voices Mm -hmm. not like the girl voice he wouldn't be like oh am I an Ava I feel like he would take it really seriously yeah yeah and like he would just sit on your couch for a good like eight hours (laughs) and I'd be fine with that (laughs) personally okay yeah I'm just putting it out there um Mr. Cumberbatch um yeah if you want to read that can be a little special yes I'll I'll come back yes you'll come back for that one I'll give him pointers yeah. Okay. I like this. Yeah. This is a good idea. Yeah. We'll start a there. whole new series. <laughs> Benedict Before Cumberbatch. the DVDs. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch reads all the books that Tracy doesn't want to read. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, here's a dictionary. Go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a lot of good books. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of classics <laughs> and stuff that I haven't read because, like, I'll read, like, four pages and, I'm like, ugh, old oh. English and I got to put it away. That's how I felt about Chronicles. It started that way, and I was like, oh, <laughs> it did start that I way. hate this language. Like, I'm I'm a Shakespeare nerd, and I'm all for it. Mm. But then the mixture of that, it didn't work. It didn't work. It no. was weird. Yes. Also, the, one of the reasons I why I didn't like the it. bounty hunter guys. The bounty hunter guys Right off awful. the top. I yeah. was like, who is this guy? Well, actually, the, the first bounty hunter, <laughs> so, like, the main bounty hunter guy, um, Tombs. Yes. Um, he creeps me out. Because of something completely different he had done year oh, before. Oh, okay. He was in the X-Files. Oh, man. That's um, what I and he played a character named... Um, his name was Donnie Faster. He played Donnie Faster mm-hmm. on the X-Files. And um, so he was this guy who liked to... Um, well, actually, he was a necrophiliac, now I think about it. Right. It kind of goes together with He was with a necromancer. Well... well <laughs> Necromonger. There's <laughs> too many necro words. <laughs> Can we just choose one? And so what he would do in the X-Files was he would, so he worked, at first he worked at, um, where they do funerals? Oh my god. Uh, my brain's breaking. Not a mortuary. No. Uh, funeral home, but it has a name. Well, yeah, funeral. Let's yeah. go funeral home, right? Yeah. And so he was one of the people who would, like, get the bodies ready, put makeup on or whatever. Right. And apparently he would collect their hair and steal a fingernail and whatever. So he got fired, of course, because his boss caught him. And then it turned into, long story short, he was going around killing people and collecting pieces of them. Okay. Gross. Yeah. And then at the end, he tried to kill Scully. And I was like, what? Right. No. Um, of course, she got saved and everything like that. So Spoiler. every time I see him, he creeps me out. I'm just like, no, this is not acceptable. Yeah, I didn't enjoy him. No. Like, I knew he was the bad guy and mm-hmm. that was good, but other than that. Yeah. No. I, I, thought, I thought he played an okay bad guy. He's just annoying. I wanted him. I thought he was going to be killed off in the first five minutes mm-hmm. and I was happy and then he wasn't. And then he came back. <laughs> yeah. The rest of his team got killed. It's true. Mm-hmm. But then you had that second team that was much weirder. Yeah. They were a weird bunch. It was a weird bunch. I didn't yeah. quite get that. They didn't connect. They didn't team. They didn't really care about each other. Because especially when they're going down that um, like ramp thing. And the, the one roller guy coaster? gets killed. Yeah. The roller coaster. That felt like they were going to do a ride at Disney World. <laughs> Whee! <laughs> it's like, oh, here comes our Pirates of the Caribbean moment. <laughs> but like, they kill that one guy. And everybody's like, well, I guess we're just splitting it four ways. And everybody forgets about him. Yeah. Like, they weren't friends. No. They were just co-workers. I mean, it could have just knocked him out. He could be alive in the tunnel still. I mean... No, they just left him there. They just left him there. That's fine. He probably burnt up or something at some point. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, I felt like they shot that whole scene. Like, in... What's the ride? Where they're, like, the Mindbuster? 
Cannabis Wonderland. Oh, that one, the, the, the rickety one that goes the through the tunnel? The rickety one that goes through the tunnel? Yes. I felt like they shot that scene on the Mindbuster. <laughs> I could see that. They were happening. just holding up a green screen. Behind them. The <laughs> last guy was just holding a screen. <laughs> That's what I was picturing when I was watching that. But what did they do? They went um, twenty-four point whatever kilometers. Yeah, I was like, really? Why kilometers? I thought I that was know. interesting. Well, I actually understand that completely because every movie that takes place in the future yeah there's no imperial system anymore Interesting. in star trek they always talk about kilometers okay you know they talk about meters things being meters away and it's stuff. true so i'm just i'm just saying star wars is all about parsecs i don't know why okay well they got that part right yes i'll give them that yeah that's my favorite part of the movie the kilometers. <laughs> you're like kilometers of one out this is the best <laughs> Kilometers is the best part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a really bad sign when it's the best part of the movie. It really is. And the ride, but mostly just because I wanted to ride the ride, not because I wanted to watch them do it. <laughs> and then, like, the, the puppies, wherever yeah. they were, they were cute. They were cute. They were nice dogs. Yeah. See, I, I think I would get along with those dogs. I don't think they'd... Yeah, Riddick liked them. That's how you yeah. know he was a good guy. Yeah. Like, see, that's how you know people are good. Yeah. They're not growling. They don't no. want to bite you. No. Nope. Oh. A lot of similarities to Cinderella. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> animals. Animals. <laughs> um, anyways, um, so anything else you want to say about Riddick? No. I mean, thank you for making me watch it. You're welcome. <laughs> no, I can say I've watched it. <laughs> and you're like, if I ever never... meet Vin Diesel, I will mm-hmm. have some context. Yeah, like I've watched one of your movies. Yeah. Well, you've never watched any other I don't think movies? so. I you've mean, never... I definitely know who he is. Yeah. But I don't think I've actually sat through one of his movies. Wait, have you watched any of the Marvel movies? Yeah. Who was he in the Marvel movies? Uh, he's Groot. Oh, but he's not really in yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's his voice. He has a he great al- voice. But he also he also did the voice of the robot in Iron Giant, which I found out. Okay, so he's a really good voice actor. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was fine in the movie. Yeah. It's just, you know. But that's what he does. He, he jumps around. person can only go as far as the script will take them. Yeah. That's the... But I mean, like, <laughs> so you've never seen Triple X. No. You've never seen any of the Fast and the Furious movies. No. Um, I've seen the posters. Have you seen the Tooth Fairy? I think it was. Oh, I did see the Tooth Fairy. Oh, that's <laughs> of the course. <laughs> Jeez, that's that's the Vin Diesel. <laughs> They're like, who is this fool jumping around fighting people? I need him to give money to children. I mean, adorable. Yes. Yeah. That was him and Tooth Fairy, right? I think so. It was oh, either him or, or Dwayne the Rock. Yeah, it was either him Ooh, or I was getting confused. I also feel like Vin should have his own, like Vin the Stone Diesel. No, it's Brand. The Rock, isn't that one? It's The Rock. Yes. Yeah, they're kind of the same person to me. They are. They can be. I felt like Vin Diesel would be really good at like leading a workout class. Oh, yeah. Right? I agree. I would go to one of his classes. That's my takeaway from the movie. I don't know, but the last time I saw a picture of him, I'm like, I don't think so. Is he getting that. older? What year was the movie from? This movie is from... 2004. Hmm, okay. So it's been 15 years. It's been a yeah, while. that feels right. Um, let's see, let's see. There's Boiler Room. That, he was, uh, that had Ben Affleck in it. Oh, I saw that then. Okay, that was in 2000. <laughs> there you go. Who's also in Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Well, yeah, I've seen him in those things. Just not as a lead, I guess. Pacifier. I knew he did a Pacifier. good... Pacifier. I knew what he it did is. a kid's movie. That's what it is. There you go. 
And if I was in here, Wheelman. Oh, that's a video game. Don't know, don't know. There's lots of Riddick and Fast and Furious in here. It's like yeah. 90% of his, his career I was can Fast see and that. I can see that. And then, yeah. I mean, that means he played like pretty much this. He plays the same character in all of these movies. He's not, let's be honest. I'm sure he's a lovely man. He's not an Oscar winning actor. You don't know. He I has mean, emotions. Maybe. Maybe he just hasn't had the right role yet. Maybe. Yeah. So we need to give him something meaty. You know, can come read with Benedict on the couch and we'll see. Yes, yeah. Or he can do like the acting out. Yeah. Benedict reads all the in-between parts. Yeah. I'd be down for that. Yeah. You can join. You can join. You're totally. I'll come. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do craft services. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you are an amazing. You, you are one of the people. I will say it's an amazing cook because you also go like the extra mile. You don't make. You don't just like. I'm making noodles and meatballs. No, you make your own pasta for the noodles. And then you make your own tomato sauce. Homemade. And you make your your own meatballs and put them all together. You gotta earn your dinner. Oh, (laughs) jeez. That is just, like, I think about it and I know you're right, but I'm like, that is so much effort. Not all the time. Mm -hmm. But when I can, gotta make from scratch. But a lot of the time you do. Well, once you start doing it, it's easy. Doing yeah, a pasta I guess making party. Pasta's easy. Yeah. I guess once you know like the whole yeah. thing. You just have to have a well stocked pantry. That's my, That's my problem. If you have everything at home, it's easy. My you have to start going small. shopping, forget it. Yes. That's not happening. It frustrates me so much. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is what I want for dinner. And then I open my cupboards and I'm like and I have like yeah. nothing yeah. to possibly make this thing with. Yeah. It's you have super to have weird spices. That's the goal. I have a very strange selection of spices now that really? helps with cooking. Yeah. Why do you think it's a strange selection? Not strange, just varied more than most people, yeah. I think. Gotcha, yeah. You know? I've been watching um, Jamie Oliver's, like, 15-minute meals. Yes, I love Jamie. Love Jamie Oliver. But the thing that frustrates me about his meals, they're 15 minutes, but he uses odd spices that I would never have in mm-hmm. my, clo- my 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 uh, cupboard or he uses like fancier meats and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. I'm like, I never have He also this does a stuff. lot of shortcuts. Like he always has water pre-boiled, which I feel like should count in the 15 minutes. Yes, I agree. Jamie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 15 plus however many minutes it takes you to boil, <laughs> boil something. something. Yeah. And for those of us who don't have a microwave, consider that. <laughs> you don't have a microwave? I don't have a microwave. Oh my god. I don't know how I could live without a microwave. I don't believe in microwaves. Why? Although I use it at work, so I should say you, that. But I don't understand. Like, why don't I don't know. It takes microwave? up counter space. It does take up a lot of counter space. I feel like it just makes you a lazier cook. Like, if you don't have a microwave, you, I don't know. I feel like you cook but, stuff more. No, but that's the thing. I don't cook anything in my microwave. You reheat. I reheat everything. Because I yeah. always make things. Cause, so, it's true. Sometimes I have to reheat stuff in my oven and it feels pretty stupid. Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, my whole thing is, like, I cook. How I learned to cook is watch my mom cook, yeah. right? We always had a family of four. Yeah. And unfortunately, I have not figured out to properly portion less. Oh, yeah. Okay? It's a really, really big <laughs> issue. So every time I cook, I have at least three meals after I cook something. So yeah. I gotta, I put them in containers yeah. for lunch the next day or whatever. So I need somewhere to reheat everything. So right. I do a lot of reheating. Right. But I don't cook. Like, people put, like... Eggs and all that kind of stuff in their microwave yeah, to cook things. Yeah. I'm like, eh, no. Yeah. No. I'm not cooking stuff in there. I'm just 
Yeah, it's fine for reheating. reheating. I think for me it's the danger, not the danger, but I feel like I would end up using it to cook and then I wouldn't oh, really? like what I was eating. Like experiment and, and no. do something funky with it? I've known some people who have cooked things in the microwave and it hasn't turned out so well. Mm-hmm. I think that's where my... Like what? I'm curious. Like eggs. Eggs is weird in the microwave. Yeah, because they tend to explode. Or they like just spray a bowl and then put an egg in the microwave. Kind of gross. Oh, you can find a out for that. You can do that. You know somebody who used to cook meat in the microwave? Like, no. No. There are things. That's no. Like, so. hook, like hook a steak in the microwave? Yeah. Oh. Like, I get it. It's quicker. But then you're eating, like, rubber, and right. it's got no flavor. So if it's disgusting. not an option, it's just safer. But even with the microwave, <laughs> I had never thought of Well, you're more disciplined. I guess. I don't know. But... Maybe it's just the way I was brought up. They're like, you can reheat stuff in here, but cook everything. Yeah, no, I was definitely brought up by a mother who has, we call it the disease in my family. Oh. Yeah. We cook for 20 people, regardless of how many people are at the table. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And like, if you present a meal to a group of people and there's very little left at the end, you did something wrong. <laughs> that oh. was not. People so there's, panic. There's oh, a little there's internal enough, like, panic. For, uh, leftovers yeah, and stuff? Yeah, there's a little bit of a panic. Oh. If you can see the bottom of the dish, no. So like, oh my god, <laughs> not I okay. didn't proportion it. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, so no. that's, so I, have, I have that disease too. <laughs> I'm actually worried you'll shatter that. No, this is this is my Riddick ring. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's my Riddick. That makes sense. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. My, my, the thing in my family though is that um, it's more like, I guess it's the same thing because my family is always like, I don't think I've cooked enough. Yeah. For people. Yeah, you have the you disease know? too. Yeah. Yeah. And but the thing is, they never cook. It's never like one like a tray of lasagna right. or one big. No, you have to have multiple pot. dishes. It's got to be everybody's got to yeah. try different things. You've got to have twelve things on the table. Right. Oh, I didn't. I don't have something with gravy, and oh, I have to have something that's like a salad and right. a thing that has to. Yeah, it's. It's the disease. It's, yeah. And then you're counting the mental math in your head. Well, what if each person has two hamburgers and a piece of turkey? Nobody's eating that much. <laughs> So you'll but like triple buy for everything, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, and then then you're left with a fridge full of stuff that you've got to eat for the yeah, next month and a half. That's what freezers are invented for. Yeah, and that's Love why you need freezer. microwaves to reheat everything. After. Oh, you just defrost it in the fridge, mm-hmm. and then you warm it in the oven. It's delicious. That takes way too much effort. The only thing I oh I insist on when you get a good crisp on it in the oven. Yeah, but what if you don't want a crisp on it in the then oven? Then you do it on the stovetop. You steam it. That's just... No, that's <laughs> There's just, options. No, that's just weird. <laughs> that, that just makes me think I'm cooking again. So then I'm like, why am I eating this? I could cook something new. It's going to take the same amount of time. Because you have it in your freezer. That's true. There's so many, so many things going on there. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you want to talk about Cinderella? Sure. <laughs> well, thank you for bringing these princess cupcakes. You're welcome. For Cinderella. Um, the chose cup- my favorite one. Yeah, and neither of our favorite <laughs> princesses, no. Cinderella, unfortunately. I liked the movie, but she's not my favorite princess. No. Who? Well, no. So Ariel's your favorite. Princess? Ariel's my favorite princess. Did you watch the live? I watched part of it, and it made me sad. So I turned. It off. Why did it make you sad? It's pretty bad. <laughs> I so did you my, watch it? I I watched about half. Yeah. Well, no, I watched up until um, Queen Latifah did the the Ursula song. Okay. 
And so I missed that part. It. If I had known was, that she was Ursula, I may have watched that for her. That was the only reason why I watched it. And I'm like, I like her. her sing. Yeah. She was fantastic. Yeah, I wish I had seen that She was part. fantastic. Well, the problem with the Little Mermaid live thing, it was really like, they showed the cartoon, and then every time they had to sing a song, it was people on stage. That's yeah. all it was. It wasn't... Well, it was like, if you went to see the show at Disney World, that's mm-hmm. how they presented it. But they didn't do anything different to acknowledge the fact that they were putting it on TV. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've seen the, the show at Disney World, which is lovely. And there's screens and then there's people in front. Mm-hmm. And it works in that context. But on TV, it just felt yeah. like... It felt flat. Yeah. Yes. It felt a little half-assed. Yeah. So. Um, that's what I thought, too, when I was looking at it. Because I was expecting, like, this grand yeah. thing. And I was watching it. I was like, really? Is this what you're doing? Yeah. And I was like, I like, I kept flipping back to it because I'm like, I have to see her sing. I have to see her sing. And I must admit, I am glad I didn't miss that part. I'll but everything else watch I watched that. until then, I was like, oh. yeah. Even oh, even Shaggy's Under the Sea was a little painful to watch. I think that's where I stopped watching. <laughs> I was like, this just, just makes me sad. <laughs> and what was with his outfit? He was just wearing red I don't leather. Know. I don't know what's, what's I up don't with know. that. I'm sure they had another outfit for him. He mm-hmm. just thought it wasn't was cool really enough. Like, I don't want claws. Yeah. Something. wasn't cool. <laughs> Nobody really knew what kind of show they were in. I think was what yeah. happened. I think so as well. Um, they did, like, I mean, they did do some interesting things, but. Uh, yeah, good for them for trying, but. Yeah. Didn't no, work that well. Not quite. No. no. Um, but yeah, no, go, if you find a video of the, of her part. Yeah, I'll have to watch that part. Have a look at it. Also, her costume was amazing. Mm. It was really cool. Yeah, I like that she's become a bit of a hero, like a like, character. Yes. Right? So at the yeah, time that movie came it. out, it wasn't, and now, now she's sort of the anti-hero. Yeah. Um, and also, like, I think the first time I saw her as Ursula, she had done a photo shoot with. What's that famous lady who takes photographs of um, Oh, I know who you mean. The New Yorker, right? What's her name? Annie Leibovitz. Annie Leibovitz, yes. yeah. <laughs> I had to look over. I'm like, I have one of her books over there. Like, you all said it at the same time. Like, it was my idea. <laughs> it's totally your idea. Um, yeah. Is that character who does that? Because <laughs> you totally understand it. Uh, well, Annie Leibovitz, what, like, four or five years ago, did, like, a spread in Vanity Fair, and people were dressed oh, up as different, like, uh, characters, that. and she was Ursula okay. in that right. sequence and stuff, so when they, they were doing this live and they said they were going to have her, and I was like, yes! That makes this sense. going to be good. Yeah. So. Yeah. And who's on your cupcake? Oh, I have, um, Tiana. Very nice. And the Princess and the Frog, which, I must admit, I liked Tiana... As a princess, I did not really like the movie very much. The movie was not. It was okay. It was um, insulting oh, as okay. a black person. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> uh, well, because the thing is, in all of the other Disney movies, everybody had a relative goal, right? Right. I know Cinderella was to really just to get away from get her out evil of there. sister. Yeah. Great. But other ones were like, um, like, uh, like Ariel, for example, yeah. was to be on land, yeah, and, you know, be of... a queen and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, you had Mulan wanted to save her home country yeah, and cool. show that women can do things too. Pocahontas was trying to bring, you know, two cultures together, even though that movie is super whitewashed. Yeah. But fine. That was the point. Yeah. You know, like they had like bigger issues. Yeah. Tiana wanted to open a restaurant. She wanted to be an independent 
business owner. Fine. <laughs> it felt like it was too small. It it was like there's nothing wrong with having your dream to do something. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But the way it was presented in this, it was like she like I don't know. Like I the like the way it was presented in the movie, I was just kind of like, this is not right. Hmm, like it seems mean. I don't remember it that I don't remember the movie that well, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like I remember the New Orleans setting. Yeah. And I remember thinking she was cute and some of the music was good. I don't really mm-hmm. remember the story, honestly. Well, because the story is also <laughs> pretty bad. Yeah. Because so it was I don't know. They they bring voodoo into it and all kinds yeah. of stuff because it's in New Orleans. Yeah. And this uh, prince shows up. I think he was actually a prince or he was just like a rich man or whatever. And there's some parade. Right. That's supposed to happen. And he gets turned into a frog by this voodoo guy who curses him. Right. And of course, the prince is supposed to kiss him and he's supposed to turn back into a prince. But yeah. what happened is she turned into a frog instead. Oh. And they had to just... go find this guy in hip, like hippity hop places and whatever. Right. And then... Somehow they turn back to being human. Right. Some nonsense. Do they end up together in the end? I don't remember how it ends. I think so, if I remember correctly. Mm. Because I think it's like love that got them out of it. Right. Or something. Because they have to follow that part of the fairy tale. Fairy tale. Yeah. Right? I don't know. I I mean, I think Shrek's version of it was much better. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the problem with the the modern princess movies. Now we have Mm. so many other things to compare it to that are not... Yeah, that traditional yeah story. And there's, but uh, but my my biggest problem with it is it it was really overly stereotypical on like both sides. It's not just stereotypical right. for like black people in New Orleans and you know voodoo magic and blah yeah. blah blah. Yeah, it was also for like the white people in in New Orleans as well. They were they were fat and pompous and kind of right. just assholes, right. you know. And I'm like. You're just being mean to everybody in the South in New Orleans. Right. Like, why is this necessary? Right. Because um, it's like, like it's like um, if they had, uh, like in Aladdin, for example. Yeah. Right. They had everybody put on accents from the Middle yeah. East. You know, yeah. that would have been really rude. And how um, they have to have a scene where the woman always has to walk behind the man or something. Right. And I was like, but you were sensitive enough not to do that. For, for different culture, yeah, but for your own true. culture, you're picking up on every single stereotype. And that's I'm like, true. It's not necessary. Yeah. So, and I thought the movie overall, because you forgot it as well, it's kind of forgettable. Right? That's, yeah. I mean, you remember the, sort of the publicity around it. Mm-hmm. She was the first black princess, which was cool. Yeah. And uh, then you forget about everything like, else. It was sort of a jazz take. Yes. That, that was my remembrance yeah. of the movie, right? Well, it's, yeah, the, it's that <laughs> New Orleans swing jazz yeah, kind of, kind of you know, feel to it neat mm-hmm. most of the other disney movies like cinderella especially i just rewatched it recently it was very like orchestral yes. classic was it the first one the no first uh, snow, white, snow white snow white was, was the first, first one, one. yeah yes. but all of those really early ones were all very orchestral yeah we did, like alice in wonderland as well yeah and that one is super orchestral yeah. and, and all that kind of stuff but i think that has to do with just like the time period in Yeah, general. I think it was just the style of the time, mm. but it's kind of beautiful still. It is. It is, yeah. Um, I must have been watching Cinderella. I realized how little of a story there is in Cinderella. I thought that too. Yeah. I've forgotten how much of it was like the mice and the cat and the dog. Yeah, just like, like them the running humans around. In the and... story, the humans are like a third of the story. Third, yeah, like even Prince Charming says, what? 
three words the whole time. Yeah. He's like, don't run. And that's it. So yeah. then they get married at the end. And you're just like, what's... He's a good listener. He's <laughs> it's a catch. He's a, she's like, that's why he's perfect. He'll just listen to whatever I have to say. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But uh, I was very shocked. I remember that movie being a lot bigger and... Yeah, Grander my memory of that me. as a kid was like, I remember the mice, I remember them making her dress, mm-hmm. and I remember them like yelling at the, the evil stepsisters. I didn't remember the whole beginning part. Yeah. With the dog and the horse. And yeah, I didn't remember that part either. I didn't even know there was a cat in the movie. The cat is a huge <laughs> part of the movie. Oh, Lucifer. I clearly blocked that out. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I forgot about Lucifer as well. I remembered, I remembered Gus. I remember liking Gus. I remember Gus. Um... What else? Did, I don't. I didn't remember the horse. I didn't remember the there was dog? a horse or a dog in right? there. Um, it's a huge part of the movie. Yeah, that's. But I mean, really, like, and from just from an animation perspective, mm-hmm. I thought it was really cute. It's beautiful. Right? It aged like I know it ages very well. well. Yeah, like I know they did like a the one I have is a remastering of it. So, but right. really, all they do is clean up the color. Right. Is all they do, so the colors are more vibrant and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But, like, the way the animation is done in it, it's yeah. so fluid and clean. It's amazing. And, you the know, character and, expressions and then, and also, like, the scenery, like, the castle and the sort of picture book yeah. moments at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. One thing I found really odd about it, which I've never picked up on before, is that there's a juxtaposition with the moving character and the backgrounds in all the scenes. Yeah. Because all the backgrounds have crazy textures to them yeah like you can tell the difference between the wood and the mm-hmm. gold and the fabric and the whatever but like the actual character moving around everything is just flatly Flat. colored yeah. right but it's also not distracting that it's flatly colored it no, still looks really good it feels like it was an intentional choice right like, like whoever the art director was or mm-hmm. whoever at the time would have made that decision i don't know how they'd worked but yeah it felt like it was like the storybook in the background that was this really detailed, like almost like a stained glass window. Yes, yeah. And then the front was like Tom and Jerry. Yes, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But the juxtaposition worked really yeah. well. It still looks really nice. It looks really clean. It yeah. looks really, f- like, fresh. And I think as know? a kid, like, I was watching the Tom and Jerry side of it. And then as a grown-up, I'm watching the background. It's it. kind of a neat Yeah, because you're just like, ooh, look at the gilding on that <laughs> yeah, painting in the background. Like, I want to live there. Yeah, right? <laughs> you're like, that looks beautiful. Um, actually, one <laughs> speaking of that, though, I was looking at this. And I'm like, oh, my God, Cinderella is Aladdin. What? Exactly. How? So they're both poor kids who are in bad situations. Well. Right? Hold on, hold on, okay. hold on. There's more to it. <laughs> Cinderella, her room looks out of the, at a castle yes. in the distance and she longs to be in. Yeah. Um, she has to, uh, she is chastised by the people around her, like her society and stuff. Mm-hmm. She talks to animals. Animals are her best friend. Yeah. You know? Um, and at the end, they, uh, um, when she goes to the ball, she fakes being somebody who she's not. Yes. And then at the end, when they get together, he has, she has to explain, that wasn't me, this is me, but here's the proof. And right. And they get together anyways. But we don't actually see that in Cinderella. Oh, that's right? true, They don't have that moment where, where she meets the princess herself. 
They just true. cut right to the wedding. Wedding, yeah. Which I'm like, you're like, what? <laughs> in a very short dating period <laughs> in Cinderella. It was basically the span of one dance. Yeah. Whatever was said during that dance. What it must have been like, amazing. Very amazing. Yeah. Romantic. It made, but it makes no sense. They've known each other for like three hours and then they go on this whole manhunt to find her. It was a great And they dance. get married, married the next day. The one part that I thought was neat in Cinderella, because everybody talks about it as sort of like, you know, like from the feminist perspective, it's like, oh, mm. she just gets married and that's her way out. Yeah. At least it was her choice to get married. I feel like in some of the other movies, it's not the girl's choice. In this one, it's like, true. she actually breaks, gets out of the room, and she has her slipper, right? Mm-hmm. It's up to her. And she's like, I want this. Yeah, it's not like they Let's come and this. hunt her down and say, you're getting married. Yeah. It's like, no, the her. prince wants you. You have to do yeah. this. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And they didn't kill the evil stepmother. Yeah. They like they do in some her. of the modern, not that they kill them, but it felt like as a villain. Oh, it the, pretty, yeah. It was pretty light punishment. Yeah. She just walks for, away. She's just like, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. Thanks. Have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, one thing I found out was the woman who did the voice of the evil stepmother yeah. also did the voice of Maleficent in Snow White. Oh, The animated movie as well. Yeah. She does evil voice as well, apparently. She does. Yeah. She had a lovely voice. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was really good. Yeah. And the stepsisters were so gross. Yeah, like you, you kind of you're supposed to hate them, and you do. Yeah, but like they, they hit the nail on the head. With yeah, that. like you're, you know, they've got you the get it. big. <laughs> but what's really funny about it is like they do the classic like here are all the things that lets you know they're evil. Right, they're lanky. They've got big feet. Yes, they've got big noses. Yeah, big bones. and their hair isn't blonde. You're just like what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, She's like the only blonde in the movie. In the whole thing, <laughs> and you're just like. And she's more blonde when she goes to the ball than she is when she's at home, if you notice. Oh, really? There's some kind of magical shower that happens when the fairy godmother comes. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all, it's all the sparkles. Yeah, it's she's definitely, her, her hair is a definitely a different color in that one scene. <laughs> I did not notice that. Yeah. I must admit, though, for the princesses, I think I like her princess dress best. It was pretty. Mm-hmm. I kind of yeah. liked the pre-dress, the pink dress that the, the mice make. Oh, that really? the sisters then destroy, I thought was really, like... Oh, that scene hurt me a lot. Right? Yes. I know. It was, like, it was kind of touching. You it felt was... like it was, there was some violent history behind it. Yeah. Her. Like, they very basically symbolic. abused her yeah. and everything, and they're stripping everything away yeah. from her. And also, that dress was her mother's wedding dress. Right. That they fixed up for this yeah. thing, right? And they completely destroyed everything yeah. that she had at that point. No, you felt like she she earned her fairy godmother moment. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But the dress is pretty, but I still like her fairy godmother dress. Because it was sparkly? You just, just like the, the style of it. I just like the style of it. Yeah. yeah. I think my thing is that there were too many bows well, the on black the choker on. was weird. The black choker is a little odd. It doesn't really go with a the time period and yeah, the like I almost wondered dress. if there was some like symbolism behind why why is she wearing right like she's yeah. this beautiful like light blue very airy princess dress yeah and then a very stark black choker with nothing on it yeah I wonder it was who, weird whose choice it was I don't know. to to do that yeah well I guess too like I think at that time period when it came out you would have been like why would you do that but now because it's so ingrained and. Yeah. Our visuals, it didn't even, like, trigger anything. Yeah. But on the cupcakes we have, she has a blue choker. So they must have changed it at some point. At some in point history time. of the character, they decided it was too severe. So I don't know. That was my deep thought. Just... While they were dancing for ten minutes. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what are they talking about? <laughs> uh, 
also noticed that her shoes had hearts on them, which I never noticed before. They did? Yes. You always think the glass slipper is just a plain, plain glass, glass slipper. slipper. No, there's a heart at the front of the shoe. I did not know. I know. That. Blew my mind. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think glass <laughs> slippers are comfortable? Very uncomfortable. <laughs> but she danced so beautifully in them. I know. I feel like that was also part of why, what makes her a good princess, mm-hmm. right? It's that she can handle such pain. Yeah, it was sort of the message of like, if you can dance for five hours in glass slippers, mm-hmm. then you deserve. You're from tougher stock yeah. than all these other women. <laughs> That, do you think that girls. was like her, her, her test of virtue, you know? I think so. You know, like yeah. the diamond in the rough, we're back to Aladdin. Mm. Uh, <laughs> well, they also needed it to shatter at the end, right? Because that's that is the true. evil stepmother shatters the first shoe. Yeah. Which would be harder to do if it was like uh, pleather. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're like, oh no, the pleather shoe fell over. No, no, it's fine. We'll just it's dust fine. it off. It's mm-hmm. totally fine. There you go. Just polish it a little bit. <laughs> Would have been a very different story. <laughs> uh, I wonder. I wonder how they would have uh, the aha moment would come. I think she just would have tried it on and be like, "No, it still fits." And do you think she would have been like, "Oh, here's the other here's side the for other the one. pair." Puts it on and like dances away out the door. Also, really, she's the only woman in the whole town who had that size feet. It's Unusual. Surprising. Yes. Yeah. But her feet looked really tiny. They did look small. Yeah. Still. Or is it supposed to be that they just visited her house first? But I don't think they visited her house. The Duke guy was just like, it's fine. Well, because weren't the (laughs) stepsisters going crazy about it because they had known somebody who already tried them on Yeah, I think so. Well, they sort of implied, like, by the time they got to their house, the two guys who show up look, like, pretty tired. Yes. So they implied they've seen a few other... Places so far. Places, I guess. Yeah, because he was also, like, reading the declaration. He's, like, yawning. Right. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's just a town full of big-footed women. Apparently. <laughs> That's what it is. Until the young and beautiful Cinderella with her delicate feet. That's right. Oh. That's the other little message in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, wasn't it, um, like, a test of virtue at, like, your purity and all that kind of stuff with, like, the tiniest tininess feet. of your feet? And it was, like, aesthetically pleasing if your feet were small. Right. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. With the barbaric thing of what uh foot binding and stuff like that that they used to do in yeah east asia yeah yeah i've seen pictures of that that's not yeah yeah and the ideal size for your foot was less than five inches which is like what a size two like that's not even a real it's a child's foot yeah awful yeah and people used to do it no my feet are pretty yeah like you have a hoof yeah i don't understand that (laughs) cruel there's a lot of weird (laughs) beauty things that i'm just like i don't understand what you're doing yeah there's definitely parts of the movie that you have to take in the context of the time it was made Mm -hmm. i feel like (laughs) well because if you think about like um so they have the ball because the prince was coming back from somewhere like he was at war or something yeah they don't really explain it in the live action movies the more recent ones they explain that he had been away like at Mm -hmm. war or at least in their take of the movie okay of the story i don't know what it is in the original original story but that's a good question it's i i kind of thought he was supposed to be like he was marrying age and it was time right yeah (laughs) it's like (laughs) no but he was coming well because remember the king was trying to figure out like, he was saying we need to throw some sort of party so he can meet some women and pick one. So yeah, because he, he wanted to have grandchildren. Yeah. Which I thought but, was sweet. I didn't remember that part yeah, either. Which I thought was, a, like, it was really adorable, yeah. actually. Because he was like, um, like, the halls are too big and they're too quiet. Yeah. And, you know, play with the little, little dreams. Adorable. 
It was great. Um, and then he was like, what's a reason to have a party for my son? He's like, well, he's just coming back. Oh, they didn't explain where part. he was coming back from. Right. He's coming back. So why not have a party? You know, where is Cinderella supposed to take place? I'm, I'm assuming it's, it's somewhere in Europe. Is it like Danish or cause it's not France. No, it's definitely not France. Right. Cause I was looking at the original writer was Perrault, who I assume was French. Mm-hmm. But they didn't set it in France. I don't. Maybe they were just trying to be as generic as maybe. Possible. Maybe it was just supposed to be like mm-hmm. countryside fairy tale land. Although I was in Estonia a few years ago, and they have an area that's like a fairy tale area that you feel like you're in Cinderella. So maybe it's supposed really? to be that. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. It's a yeah. It's a French story. Charles Perrault. Though there are Chinese and Greek versions of mm. this tale, apparently. See, I only know the Grimm's Brothers version. So when the credits first came up, I was like, oh. But he actually predated the Grimm's Brothers version. Oh, so Perot's listed in the credits? In the credits. Oh, I didn't Yeah, know. at the front of the movie, that. I was like, oh. That maybe prompted me to Google him. Interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. Because the Grimm's Brothers version of Cinderella is a lot darker. Right? Yeah, like they, all of they the cut off their there. feet, and it's a lot harsher. Yeah, and the story has always been, oh, Disney kind of made it nicer and more kid friendly, but it wasn't actually. It was mm-hmm. just that that wasn't the version they were following. Oh, okay, right. It's just a different version. I didn't. His version that. had the pumpkin, had the fairy godmother. Mm-hmm. Which I thought oh. was interesting. Well, they say that there are five hundred variants of Cinderella in Europe alone. Wow, I feel like it's. That is that isn't helping me. It's somewhere. Like when you go to Disney World and they have Cinderella's Castle, they say it's based on a castle somewhere in Europe, but I forget where. I wouldn't be surprised. It was originally called the Glass Slipper. Hmm. See, it has to be a glass slipper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um Perrault's version was in sixteen ninety seven. Mm-hmm. And the Grimm's fairy tale version was in 1812. Mm-hmm. So quite That's a bit a, later. Quite a bit later, yeah. yeah. I feel like they get a lot of credit for the story. Yeah, and they should. I guess it's, you know, it's the more popular or something or mythos e version. Maybe. All right, this wiki has a lot of information. <laughs> Apparently, Cinderella's castle is based on a German castle. Huh. And I'm not going to embarrass myself trying to say this word well i'll spell it for you it's n-e-u-s-c-h-w-a-n-s-t-e-i-n where is it Schwanstein. i'm sure that's wrong Schwanstein. no okay but it's german but that's german so that's probably based off of the grimm's fairy tale version right so they stole that piece yeah because them. if you look at the images of that castle, it looks very much like the castle oh, yeah. of Disneyland. Yeah. So that's probably what they're they're basing it off. Yeah. Of. I mean, it's very pretty in the movie. So mm-hmm. it it really is very nice. It it's is. all dreamy. It's kind gorgeous. Of and the thing is too is like in the distance, how they did it, they did like it looked almost like a chalk drawing. So yeah. it looked kind of like it's in the heavens. Right. You know what I mean? That ethereal yeah. kind of feel to it. It's really very nice. Even her house, like, not her part of it. First of all, in my memory, she was in, like, a tiny house. Mm -hmm. The house in the movie is huge. It's big. There's, like, like... 12 staircases down to the main area. (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, wow, she lives in a mansion. <laughs> well, because you're to Toronto house prices. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're in a closet. You're like, ooh, I, I pay you $6,000 a month. That house in Toronto would be $25 million. Her part That's of it. That's it? Just her part. Just her part. Yes, I agree. <laughs> because it has a good view and everything, yes. right? So you gotta, that view. Yeah, you got to pay a little extra for that. She has a farm. Mm-hmm. I imagine there's parking. <laughs> <laughs> There's a four-cart garage on the side. Right? I don't like it. But even when she meets her fairy godmother, it's in the garden in the back. And there's like, there's a little, um, like a... There's a pumpkin patch. Pumpkin cat. Yeah. Yeah. Little flowers. The stable is right there. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. And the sister's rooms. Mm Mm-hmm. I would like that. The whole decor of that. I feel like that's Ethan Allen. (laughs) What kind of style? Isn't that very, like... Is it Rococo? I want to say it's Rococo. I don't know. That's why I was confused about where it was supposed to be set. Mm Because I felt like they took pieces from different European styles and put it all together. But... Yeah, it is Rococo. Yeah. Because Rococo is like... like Yeah, it was definitely that style. Mm -hmm. Like Versailles-ish. Yeah. And there's like... And like high windows and Mm. lots of drapery and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. They never said what her dad did, but he must have been wealthy or come from wealth, right? That yes. was sort of the implication that that's why the yeah. stepmother married him. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, to take care of her stepdaughters and or whatever. he died mysteriously. Mm-hmm. I think they killed him, right? personally. We don't know. That's... Seems like... I think we kind of know. Seems like she was pretty bitter from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, because the thing is, when they did the retelling of the story, the Cinderella looked very young still when mm-hmm. her dad died. So, and he was, like, sick. He ailed. It wasn't Maybe like he, he fell out sick. of a horse or something. Maybe he had, like, the plague. Know, the plague? What would it have been back then? <laughs> I could have been the, the plague. The plague, yeah. right? Um, he could have, um, what is it? Uh, consumption? Yeah. Um, could have been gout. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's scurvy. I think it was gout. Gout? Yeah, that sounds like <laughs> the most romantic option. <laughs> That's why they didn't include it on the first page of the storybook. <laughs> and, uh, he had tuberculosis. <laughs> oh, wait, what's what's the other... Uh, Once upon oh, a time. He died. Syphilis. In the land of gout. <laughs> Syphilis. That's what he had. There you go. Wasn't that the thing everybody... Oh, but... Well, gross yeah. people died of? But then wouldn't she have died of that, too? The mother? Yes. Or are they not sleeping together? Oh, Scandal. That could have been it, too. Well, stepsisters. Were they, do you think they were supposed to be her sisters? No, the from step-sis- a previous marriage. No, the stepsisters were the mother's kids from somewhere else. From somewhere else, yes. Because hmm. they looked younger than her. I they thought. May have been. Really? I thought so. Scandal. But the way it was like presented <laughs> to me, it seemed like no, that was like the stepmother's kids. I agree. And she brought them into the family. I agree, but then they looked younger, so. But well, I mean, she could have. Yeah, that's true. Kids. They could have met later on. I yeah. guess that's it true. It would have been a yeah. surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. I buy yeah. that. Yeah. I, I he think he was I busy dealing with his gout. Yes. Yeah. No, I think he died of gout. No syphilis. <laughs> the great debate. I don't know. What did he die of? Tell us. Tell us. We need the movie that happens before Cinderella. Nobody's yeah. ever told that story, right? That's true. Like, the happy family that happened yeah. before. Like, how know? those the two of them met. Mm-hmm. Her dad and her stepmother. Where those girls came from. Yeah. Maybe they had a reason for being as evil as they were. We don't know. Oh, that's true. Maybe right? they had, like, a bad upbringing before yeah. or something. I have a feeling, though, that they grew up in, like, a really rich family. Mm-hmm. 
And then something happened and they got like, like either like her husband died because that was a time period where women weren't allowed to work or make right. money or own land. Right. So you had to have a husband or your father had to take care of you yeah. for you to have anything or like a place to live. Right? right. So I have a feeling a, like the stepmother was a rich brat kid. Uh-huh. She got married young to somebody who was also very rich. Who either died or was like, get out of my house. Okay. And she took her two girls. Right. And then found, you know, gold digging self. Right. And found him and was like, I can control this, whatever. So then as soon as he died, she's like, this shit's mine now. Yeah. In your face. See, I always thought she came from like a poor background. No, and that's why she was so. clinging on to this wealth so much. I don't think you know? so. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. I don't think people who come from a poor background have no problem sharing and they would not have they would not be so mean to somebody who Mm. is like that as far as i know right yeah but it's a fairy tale it is a fairy tale (laughs) no that's probably fair that's probably true or they're probably just like no she's mean because she wants to be mean yeah she's just born mean yeah, I don't think any of the stepsisters were just following her lead. I don't yes. think, I think they were just supposed to be kind of dumb and right? greedy. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. that's what they've always known. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, this is how everything you is. Just need to she... go away to summer camp. Yeah. You know, go <laughs> Meet... camping for a week, tough it out. Yeah. Meet some other people from <laughs> yeah. different places. Build character. Get put in your place. Yeah, and try to make it out there on your own. That's right. So I have a feeling, so she was also like the type of mother who was was like, you're beautiful and you're smart. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. You don't need to take guff from anybody. And not helpful. Not helpful at all. No. No. You need to train your kids. Although if you have one daughter that's significantly more beautiful than the other two, you kind of have to balance it out, right? Yeah. Well, I think the thing is too- That's why they hid her away. Yeah. I think the thing is too, the reason why they hid her away is because- Technically, um, she owns the land. She owns the land. Yeah. So, if she got married and was found by somebody, she could kick them out and right. keep the house. Right. So maybe that was the other thing. Mm. She was like, "No, we need to protect ourselves from right. that possibility." Right. But Cinderella's so nice; she probably would never have done that. Right. And she probably made her the prince and was like, "Yeah, keep the house, do whatever you want with it. I'm right. go over here." Well, and she had her animals there, so she didn't want to leave. Right. Yeah. She took them. She totally took you them. You think to she the took castle. them with? Yeah. We don't even know if he likes animals. We, we, don't, we don't know, know anything, anything about him. him. Yeah. But like he's a prince, Prince Charming, right? And he he danced. Is that the prince and prince in Cinderella? I don't even think they even say his name. No, I think that's Sleeping Beauty. Oh yes, that's Sleeping Beauty. That's what's his name? I don't just prince. I think it's just prince, isn't it? I'm assuming so. I did feel like he was a bit of a blank slate. Like he seemed fine, but I (laughs) didn't feel that I knew him. No, well, because you you didn't. You saw him from a distance. Yeah, he walked up to her and danced with her, and the only time he said any words was like. Actually, that was the one scene that actually upset me. Hold on. When she was like, I have to leave. Mm-hmm. And she turns to leave and he grabs her and is like, you can't leave. No, he, he says, come back. He didn't stop her from leaving. No, no. He, but he grabs her arm. He's holding on to her. Well, she still got away. She did get away. <laughs> I, I think she's the kind of person who she would full on like backhand him like, what is wrong with Also you? that midnight bell. Mm-hmm. was about three minutes long. <laughs> she what? was like, I have to leave. She ran down the 8,000 stairs of the castle, <laughs> got back in her chariot, mm-hmm. got halfway home, and then it turned. Yes. No way that happened in 60 well, the, seconds. Well, the thing has to ding 12 times. Yeah, that was midnight. more than 12 seconds. <laughs> 
Just so. getting up the stairs in those heels, I was impressed. No, they call him Prince Charming oh, in he this. He is Prince Charming. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, a guy named Mike Douglas did his singing voice, mm-hmm. and William Phillips did... Speaking voice? Speaking voice, which was weird. three words. Mm. I also thought it was weird that they the song where they sing together, they're not actually singing. Like, it's supposed to be, like, their inner monologue, I guess, that they're maybe. singing. Because they cut to them. There's, their mouths aren't moving. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what it's supposed to be. Like, both of them in their head, they're like, Yeah, oh, I found my person. Yeah. <laughs> and like, they, they keep it silent because they're like, we haven't said other words to each other, so I don't think it'd be good if I was just like... She's like, it's so awkward, I don't even know your name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so true. Um, I met you three minutes ago, and now you want to marry me. This is weird. I mean, they danced one song, and he was very rude. I mean, he walked away with this woman, left it's like eight hundred people in this this hall by mm-hmm. themselves, and everybody was fine with it. I'm like, all right, well, he, it's the prince. He can do whatever he, he said, wanted. He said, "Play the music," so they played. They played. It's, sure. I mean, what else are you supposed to do? I know, really? like all those other people could have danced. Yeah. What were they doing? Just watching? Yeah, weren't they just like standing around just looking? <laughs> yeah, they just they watching. Just gathered. Yeah. And then they closed the curtain. So what well, are you pretend looking? you're dancing. Yeah. Did they just Be a little leave? more subtle. Did they all go home? No, I don't know. It's no, sad. I think they were all there. Because she gets home before the evil stepmother, right? Yes, that is true. So they're she all does. still there. So they're still, still just there. Just gossiping. Eating yeah. hors d'oeuvres. Mm-hmm. I imagine. I'm, I'm pretty sure it probably would have been delicious. Also don't. Oh, no, there's toast in the movie. Is there to- oh, there's toast they, in the movie. She does breakfast work, Yeah, right? they don't eat it, but there, yeah. it's toast that appears in the movie. And they make tea. And the animals eat, so yeah, it's okay. They, they eat corn. Yeah. Yes. Which uh. I don't think mice are supposed to eat corn, but... <laughs> also, adult... Apparently, most adult cats are supposed to be lactose intolerant, and you shouldn't give adult oh, cats milk. Interesting. Because they give Lucifer milk. Yeah. Because well, he's so. a bad cat. He's a bad cat. I'm trying to give him a tummy. Well, milk. actually, no. He's not a bad cat. He's a, he's just a he's cat. He's just a cat. That, that's true. That's what cats are like. It's true. They're vindictive assholes that just worm their way into your heart well, for no reason. If you have little mice wearing t-shirts running around annoying you, you'd probably get annoyed <laughs> Their too. house is infested. <laughs> it is infested. That's the one thing, right? It's yeah. a beautiful house, but there's a million, like, mouse holes Yeah. They're, wall. like, going through all of the yeah. walls, crawling everywhere. Yeah. There's probably a smell in one room where, you know, somebody didn't get out yeah. at some point. It's a whole thing. Yeah. There was a there was a trap, but clearly it's not working. It was a humane trap. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like they didn't find Gus cut in half. He was no. alive in there. No, the other mouse the left over from the dad. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she that's probably what he died of like rat poison. Some some rodent disease. Yeah, that would be the plague. The plague. <laughs> yes. See, that explains it. <laughs> would explain so much. <laughs> we figured it out. He died of the plague, guys. He died of the plague. Um, from the rats that she sings For sure the plague. The Maybe a little bit of grout. Grout. Gout. gout. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery <not>. solved, everybody. <laughs> Mystery solved. Man. But yes. But do you like Cinderella overall? I liked it. I thought it was beautiful. I liked the music. Mm-hmm. I, I thought the the courting period was a little small. Yes. That's the problem with almost all of the Disney Overall, movies. I enjoyed yeah. it, though. I thought the mice were adorable. Mm-hmm. The animation of them, like, all the physical action was super cute. So, you had to so admit. Cute. Yeah. Gus, adorable. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. It's a cute movie, overall. <laughs> it Everybody is gets what movie. they deserve. Nobody dies. Mm-hmm. That's what I Works. like. Like that's also what I like about a lot of the earlier kids movies is that everything is. 
I know the world isn't black and white. And yeah. There's a whole thing you can say about it and, yeah. you know, ethics and blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of gray area. But what makes these movies good is that simple messages. Yeah. If you're a good person, good things will happen. If you're a bad person, bad things will happen. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. Kind of like it. Yeah. Because kids are going to figure out all the gray area stuff on the playground. Yeah. And then when they go to school and then when they become adults and everything sucks. So let them have this moment where they're like, I can't, I am a good person. Right? Be nice to animals. Be nice to animals. Good to other people. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. Cherish your family. I don't know. Get your mice to do some work for you. (laughs) (laughs) I will say to this day, when I have to clean my place, I'm always like, where are these little mice here that could help me out? The birds and stuff that would come in. Yeah. Like, I need to mend, I, I need a pretty dress. Let me just leave some fabric out here and see what happens. And it was when I come they, back. They, it was sort of the contrast of like they did all this work for her, but they enjoyed it because she was nice to them. Yeah, <laughs> they, it's like they wanted to do it. For right, her, you know, whereas so. the work she had to do for her family, she did not enjoy because they were jerks. Yes, that's the lesson. That's be a good awesome. boss. Oh, be a good boss is always a good thing, yes. <laughs> right? You will get more out of your employees yeah. that way. I, I, I thoroughly agree. Flutter up and make bows for you. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'll make you a pretty dress. Thank you for appreciating my existence. Exactly. Done. Ugh. So many. See, this is what I mean. You learn so many the lessons. lessons. So you many lessons. The lessons. It's great. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so I guess overall, you would say watch Cinderella, skip Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Re- read the book of Chronicles. Good luck. <laughs> uh, there's pro- I would not be surprised if there's a novelization out there somewhere. I'm sure there is. Yeah. Enjoy <laughs> that eight-page comic. <laughs> That's what I'd say. He's running, some shit blows up, and then he goes just, home. Just buy the done. poster, guys. Just buy the poster. <laughs> it's the same. Uh, um, I will slightly disagree with you because I thoroughly still enjoy Chronicles of Riddick. And even though I can't sell it to people, it is not a good movie. I'm not saying it's a good movie. I just enjoy the shit out of it. Right. Because of all of the reasons you hate it. Right. <laughs> the random theatrics of the Shakespearean speak with the weird. one-liners so and weird. all this kind of so stuff. So weird. I love it. I love all of it. Just if you want some mice singing, mm-hmm. forget the chipmunks, go right to Cinderella. <laughs> go right to Cinderella. They really did sound like yep. the chipmunks at the beginning. Genius. <laughs> It's beautiful. It worked in together. Because weren't the chipmunks invent like came around in like nineteen forty five or something? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like the same people. It must the same have technique been. It's probably all the same it. twenty people who did all their movies, right? Exactly. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. Um, well, uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. Pretty. You, you're all good. You know. Good. We eat cupcakes. We eat cupcakes. You know, giggled and laughed. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks so much for being here. Thank you for yeah. having me. We'll have to get you back for some more, um, either some really bad sci-fi, which I have a lot of, excellent, or some other animated <laughs> film that you'll I, I, thoroughly I enjoy. I appreciate the Princess Riddick mashup, so yeah. do that again. <laughs> yes, you gotta, I'm gonna find a really weird combination for awesome. you again. It's gonna be amazing. Weird and better. Be <laughs> Uh, well, that's it for this episode of Off My Shelf. Until next time, you can follow along on Instagram and Twitter at OhMyShelf, or you can send me an email at OhMyShelf at gmail.com. On the next episode, we are going to be talking everything Clerks, Clerks, Clerks 2, and Clerks the Uncensored Animated Series. Hope you'll be here to listen.